First, first Peter chapter four, we are in part five of detox. Can you say detox? And today we are talking on relearning love. Relearning love. Relearning love. Detox is so important even in this area of love. He says, why are you adding this to this series? Because I believe there are some things about love that we have been taught wrong. And we are living um, out a doctrine that we did not get from scripture. And, and, and if we're honest, <clears throat> this journey of agape and honor, it challenges our flesh. What does that mean? That means some things that the Bible has outlined for us to do as it relates to love and loving people, it's kind of tough to do sometimes, especially when there's another doctrine out that feels more comfortable. It's, it's, it's more comfortable to slap your enemies than to love them. That, that, that's, like, that's like the natural response. Somebody slap you, you slap them back. Somebody cuss at you, you cuss them back. Somebody do you wrong, you get them back, you know. Somebody tripping with you, you trip with them, you know. Somebody don't speak to you, you don't speak to them. That's like the natural thing to do. It feels good. You know, you ain't going to get me. You act up, I'm going to act up. And that sounds good. It even feels good to our flesh, but it is not the way of the word. So we must relearn love. When I finish this part of this series, I promise you this, that um, it's always something going on in this area over here. What's going on now? <laughs> If it ain't the band dropping something, is somebody over here falling or something? Or, and none of them got no straight face. They don't know how they just have church face. They, and all you need is one somebody to say, and they're in a whole session. Like, and you ain't even got to know what happened. You just laugh because everybody else laughing. After church, you'd be like, girl, what was y'all laughing at? Like, you was laughing at her? I don't know who was laughing at. Okay. So say relearning love. So, Brother Marshawn, this kind of shifted with my um, jacket, so if it's okay, I'm good. You want to come check it before I get going? Y'all give Marshawn a hand. He is like, like one of the greatest, one of the great, and we dressed alike today. <laughs> we got a great team here. Because this, this just don't happen because we was praying and fasting. What's up, Reverend Corey? How you doing back there? And beautiful Tracy, how you doing? And anointed daughter, how you doing? All right. Thank you, sir. Y'all give him a hand. I'm sure he, he does it all. Birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, weddings, all of it. <laughs> if we're honest, this journey of agape and honor challenges our flesh. Because listen to this, all of us are more human than we care to admit. Once you get saved, you forget you're human. And so this mastering agape and honor requires us to understand people. Put that in your notes, to understand people. Um, unfortunately, many have a limited, um, a biased, a rigid, um, a cold, a self-serving or even an ungodly approach to relationships and people. We've been taught wrong. We've been taught from television. We've been taught from the Housewives of Gary or 
you know, all this. You know, because, you know, a lot of this wretched TV affects your soul. You, you, you can't watch that stuff and then expect it not to affect you and expect you not to not to want to live out your relationship like you see on television. You do know television is telling you their vision. They, 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 you sit in front of it and they teach you how your marriage should be or how you should do with your friends. And, and it's like, no, 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 no. We, we live by a different standard. So you can't watch this stuff and hold your spouse according to some you saw on some housewife show or some reality TV. You do know it's TV. You, you can almost not trust anything on TV because it's TV. Y'all quiet up in here. I'm, I'm going to stay on this side today because they over here, they looking at me crazy. <laughs> you know? um, 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 we must continually write this down, be taught how to relate. Most of what we've been taught regarding love and relationships must be unlearned. That's why we're relearning love. I put this on the screen. If anyone should be mastering relational matters, it should be the church. And we are the church. If anybody should be winning and being an example of how to relate with people, it should be the church. God created us with a desire for relationship um, with him and with others. So people that say, I don't need anybody. Um, I can do this by myself. I don't need relationships. I'm good. I like to be isolated. That's usually somebody who's talking from a place of rejection or hurt. Something has happened in their life because everybody has a desire for relationship with a higher power, which is Jesus, we know, and with other people. Everybody, every human. How many of you in this building are humans or watching online? If you're a human, raise your hand if you are a human. Yeah, so you, my friend, were created with a desire to connect and relate with other people. Stop trying to convince everybody that you don't need anybody. As long as I got King Jesus, I don't need anybody else. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's, the song sounds good. Thank God for it. But it's not truthful. Because I need more than Jesus. Jesus left me here in the earth and he told us to relate with one another. He, and he showed us how to do that. At the core, we are relational beings that desire to relate with other people. At our core, we're relational people. Look at what relating is. Put it on the screen. Relating is a capacity to establish a healthy emotional connection with another person. Relating is the capacity to establish a healthy emotional connection with another person. Relating is the capacity to establish a healthy emotional connection with another person. This is what happens when things go wrong because you created a healthy emotional connection and then something wrong comes in and you don't know how to deal with that because you were not built for heartache. We were not created for pain. We were not created for hurt. We don't know how to manage and navigate that. We were not created to deal with the things that we deal with in life because of the fall. Are you listening to me? Relating, put it on the screen, yields closeness. It yields affection, acceptance, consideration, support. 
inclusion. I feel like I'm included in something. And it, it, it yields joy. And all of these things are things you desire. You desire to be close to other people, to be affectionate in your way, to be accepted, to be considered, to be supported, to be included. You want to be happy. You want to have joy. And, and when things go wrong, when you are relating, it comes up against all these things and we run. Because I've opened myself up to be close, to be affectionate, to be accepted, to be considered, um, to be supported, to be included. I've included others. I've supported others. I've considered others. I've accepted others. I've been affectionate toward others. I've gotten close. I let my wall down. I experienced joyful moments with you, and then something happened. And we've not been taught how to deal when something happens. Are you still here? It doesn't matter our personality, our accomplishments, our beliefs without solid emotional relationships. I need you to hear this. I don't know if I gave it to you for the screen, but without solid emotional relationships, we will suffer sickness of the soul. You need them in your life. That's why even the people you've broken up with or fell out with, there's still a degree of longing somewhere in your heart if it was ever genuine. Because you can't yield closeness to somebody, affection and acceptance and consideration and support and inclusion and share joyful moments. And then something happens and you break away and you say, I'm just done with them. Skip them. I ain't got to talk to them no more. I ain't never got to see them again. No, something in your heart still longs for what you lost. Nobody loses anything and not for some degree um, be like, not think about it or consider it or like, wait a minute, or think about the good time. Even if you don't want it back, I don't want Lucius back, but I remember when Lucius took me to McDonald's that time. You think about sometimes, we went to McDonald's that time and he was so sweet, he bought me the Big Mac, the whole meal, and we just had a great time. But you don't want him back, but, but, but those moments, because your heart absorbs moments. Your heart stores moments. You ever, you ever broke up with somebody, uh, uh, not, not just marriage, relationship, or just friend or whatever, and it could be a year later, and you just up think about something that was great in, in y'all's relationship because your heart stores those good moments. And, 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 and when there's an imbalance of you feeling sad or whatever, it brings those moments up. I'm talking better than y'all saying amen this morning. And, and, and so it doesn't matter your accomplishments or your personality or your beliefs or, or, or what you've done in life without solid emotional or healthy emotional relationships, you will suffer sickness of the soul. You will suffer a disorder or a malfunction or you'll operate with a weakened soul, a weakened thinking, a weakened feeling, a weakened, weakened choosing, weakened intellect, weakened imagination, weakened understanding. You will suffer that if you don't have healthy emotional relationships in your life and get this you cannot live a total fulfilled life without healthy relationships so let's counsel right now this whole idea of I don't need nobody because you do I need you you need me we are all a part of God's family so we were made Put it on the screen. We were made to agape and honor one another. You were made to, I know church taught you just agape up, just honor up, honor your pastor, your bishop, your evangelist, your leader, your team leader. We should honor not just up, but this way as well. You honor the person you're sitting next to, even if you just met them. 
What is agape? What is agape? Said we're relearning love today. Um, do me a favor and share this right now. Go to, I give you permission, some of y'all already on there checking your post. You shouldn't be, but since you're on there, go ahead and share this live right now. Um, share it. If you're watching online, share it right now. We're going to talk some good stuff today that you need to hear. Share it to your page right now, um, and then go on there, YouTube or Facebook, and type in somebody's name who you want to sit with you today and relearn love. They, didn't, they weren't able to come today. They didn't even, I didn't think about having them come. But since you're doing this, Pastor, I want my sister to hear this. Not so she can get herself together because I'm all together, but I want us to hear this together. I think this will help our family. It'll help me and my cousin. It'll help my good friend. Let's invite them in to listen to this. They may not come in right now, but they'll go back and listen a little bit later or whatever the deal is. But invite them right now. Share it and put their name in the feed. Type their name in. Um, and, and, and they can, it, it'll show them that somebody just tagged me in something or whatever. Can you do that for me, please? Church should be celebratory and educational. If you leave church without learning something, you've wasted time. And we turn on all these lights and all this stuff we did for nothing if people leave here and don't learn anything. You were made to agape and honor one another. Did we lose our screen? Okay, because I'm going to need that screen today because I want them to, to see what's going on here. Um, okay, yeah, so it's coming back up, but I'm going to keep going. And you ain't got to mind the devil. Sometimes it's just technology, just go, your internet just drops, you know. You ain't got to go to bind and loosen every time something happens. Agape, let's write down the definition. They'll get it on the screen in a second, but listen to me carefully. Because when I was in school, we didn't have no screen. Come on here. Agape is the God kind of love. Write that down. Not human love. What sets it apart from our love? It's unconditional. God will never stop loving you. Um, and he will never stop demonstrating that love toward you. Um, agape is for all men at all times. Write that down. For all men at all times. Agape cares... Regardless of circumstance, it cares regardless of circumstance. Agape seeks the welfare and betterment of another regardless of how we feel. It seeks the welfare and betterment of another regardless of how we feel. She didn't got on my nerve, but I heard they ain't got no food. Or I saw them today and I just felt the need to bless them. I ain't got to know nothing about them or whatever. And I just did that. It seeks the welfare and betterment of another, regardless of how we feel. Agape is doing for others with no expectations. Oh, it's on the screen. With no expectations. I love this. Agape triumphs over selfishness, laziness, pride, jealousy, self-righteousness, and unforgiveness. It triumphs over this. What are these things called? These things are called the forces that oppose agape. Now, it may be better to just take a picture of the screen. I see some of y'all trying to do it. Um, there you go. You got it? <laughs> Come on, get him in. (laughs) 
Now, what I'll start doing, I saw that Pastor Bill Winston does this. He puts all of his notes on his website. Would y'all like those notes? Pastor, you should do that. They're going to steal your message and go try to preach it. Listen, you can mimic the method, but the oil costs. Come on here. You can mimic the method, but the mantle comes with, with a price. So it's a God kind of love. It's for all men at all times. It cares regardless of circumstance. It seeks the welfare and betterment of another regardless of how we feel. It's doing for others without no, with no expectations. It triumphs over selfishness, laziness, pride, jealousy, self-righteousness, and unforgiveness. Go to 1 Peter chapter number 4, um, verse 7 in the Message Bible. It says, everything in the world is about to be wrapped up. Jesus. So take nothing for granted. Stay wide awake in prayer. You're going to see some things happen in our church in terms of prayer in the next coming weeks and months. Go ahead, flow with me, verse 8. Uh, most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Lean over to your neighbor and say, I love you. You ain't got to know him. Why, listen, why do we have to know people to love them, but you ain't got to know them to hate them? You got to, I got to know you to love you, but I ain't got to know you to hate you. That doesn't make any sense. If you can hate somebody you don't know, you can love somebody you don't know. It says the love of God has been poured in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So you have the capacity to love like God. You have the capacity to love unconditionally like God. The things I just read about agape, you can do that. No, I can't. You don't know my sister. You don't know my mama. You, don't know. you can do that. Most of all, love each other as if your life depended on it. Love makes up for practically anything. The Bible says, the King James says it covers sin. A multitude. Come on, next verse. Be quick to give a meal to hungry. A bed to the homeless cheerfully. Come on, be generous with the different things God gave you. Passing them around so all can get in on it. Come on, if words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way, God's bright presence will be evident in everything, everything through Jesus, and he'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything, uncores to the end of time. Oh, yes. Love like your life depends on it. Look at honor. Say honor. Honor, honor is, let's put it on the screen, to give value to a person without stumbling over who they are not. You know, we, 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 we try to sum people up according to who they're not yet as if you're all together. The Bible says he's perfecting that which concerns all of us, which means we're all on a journey. We're kind of all like the Dan Ryan. We stay under construction. Come on here. What are they trying to do on the Dan Ryan? I mean, I'm 49. It's been under construction, so I knew what the damn round was. I don't understand. What are y'all trying to do? <laughs> to celebrate who I am without needing them to be something else. Why can't we just love people for who they are? You ain't got to agree with who they are, but you love them anyway. Oh, Lord. To acknowledge, understand, and appreciate God's ordination. 
What does that mean? God's intent, God's design, and God's purpose for a person. I should acknowledge that, I should understand that, and I should appreciate God's ordination. Ordination, before you were in your mother's womb, I ordained you. Who am I to dishonor what God ordained you to be before you were in your mother's womb? And because it's not what I thought you should be or, or what, I, what the prophecy I gave you. Listen, we, 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 God uses us in the earth realm, but God is still God. And we have no right to override God in somebody else's life. We should uh, acknowledge we should understand and we should appreciate God's ordination, God's intent, God's design, and God's purpose for other people. Everybody in this room has a purpose and something to offer. And I should appreciate that. I should honor that. I should value that. And it shouldn't be, well, he's, he's just a teacher. Well, he just worked for waste management. The people that work for waste management that pick up our trash every Tuesday morning, thank God for them. Because if they didn't come, if they didn't come to get your trash, then what? So I value everything. I honor everybody. I'm, let me say this. I'm learning to, because what I'm teaching you, I'm relearning myself, and I'm learning to do better. That's the whole point, that you, you listen, you learn, and you do better. I told you last week. I told my son, um, um, you are here. I want you here. You want to be here. I don't want you to do this, but I want you to do this. And we're going to celebrate the journey. And if something happens and you get caught up right here, we're going to celebrate, support, we're going to get up, we're going to fine-tune and get back on course. Because we're moving to our expected end. And every part of that journey, God's going to connect you with somebody. And if you're trying to do it on your own, it will not happen. Say honor. honor. We were made to agape and honor one another. Go to Romans chapter 12. Verse 10, in the Holman Christian Standard Bible, show family affection to one another with brotherly love and outdo one another. What if we had that challenge? Who can out-honor who? For all of December, we're going to see who can out-honor. It's in the Bible. It says, outdo one another. When you go out to eat, y'all should fight over the bill. I went out to eat with, 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 with a pastor, and um, we was, it was some ladies sitting next to us, some, some precious Middle Eastern ladies. And, and when the bill came, they got into the ruckus, and I thought they were, like, about to fight. They were literally fighting over the bill. Yeah. Yeah. No, you had it last time. No, you, I'm going to pay this time. And I'm like, man, that's a whole different thing than when the bill comes, you got to go pee. We saw in the bill, where Cookie go? She went to the bathroom. She's still in there? Yeah, she said, just tell her what she owed. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going to try to outdo you in honor. Watch. Tell him, say, you ain't going to out-honor me. And real honor is always proven when relationships are tested. Because if you're in any kind of relationship with another human being, it's going to be tested. 
Oh, it's going to be tested. You can almost expect. You know why? Because they're human. So when y'all, when y'all having y'all lovey-dovey moments, just mark those moments. Because at some point, they're going to get on your nerve. They're going to cross you. They're going to set something. Something's going to go down. And that shouldn't trash the relationship. Unless you're in a relationship with a mannequin, there's going to be some issues. That's why I don't believe couples that says, no, ain't nothing wrong. We don't, I don't have nothing wrong. Ain't no problems. Ain't, that's not true. Because you're, you're both wonderfully made. You're both unique. You're both individual. There are things that London likes that I don't like. There are things that London does that I don't care for. Things that I do she don't care for. And we have to learn over 25 years how to kind of get that thing together. And some things, listen to me very carefully, people of the Lord God, some things will never change. You can pray all night, you can fast, you can batten the devil. He may, not, he may never pick up those socks, ever. He may never pick them up. The, the, the hamper could be sitting right there and he may, he may always throw them in front of the hamper. That may never change. <laughs> so what you gonna do? Some of y'all got girlfriends and they smack or they, they, they smack when they eating. And y'all, I can't stand it. Just, oh, it's just, girl, close your mouth. seems small but you know when some irk you it ain't small to you it could mean nothing but if it if it bothers you it's not a small thing like girl close your mouth <laughs> every relationship should have these things come on let's let's do some work here how much time I got because I don't have a clock I need a clock um should have human respect Right? Can y'all taking notes? Yes. You, you should acknowledge the person's function in the earth. You should have consideration and you should always have empathy on speed dial. Yes. Empathy should always be on speed dial. I mean, I'm always seeking to understand other people. I have my opinion. I know how I feel. I know how I was raised. But let me try to understand Sometimes we don't understand because we don't even listen to people. If you listen to people with a heart to understand, you will understand. Because I told you the love of God has been poured in your heart already. You'll be moved with compassion by just what they're telling you. But like, man, like, I didn't know that. And I've been a jerk all these months. And here's the deal about it. Even if you don't know, you should consider people and be empathetic regarding people. So everybody should have, um, in their relationships, human respect. That's at your job, at your church, with your pastor, with your coworkers, people you sing with. There should be human respect. It's nothing like being disrespected. Disrespect could have you quitting jobs, leaving churches, you know, not coming home at night. Because nobody likes to be disrespected. Um, Every relationship, you should have grace. What does that mean? Leave room for their humanity. At some point in every relationship, there's going to be hurt, 
disappointment, etc. It's going to happen. You're talking about humans. The thing about hurt is 99.999% of hurt is unintentional. If you are intending to hurt me, then you are now considered evil. <laughs> but what some people, what we see and receive as hurt, for some people, is normal behavior. They have no idea that they cause that much pain to you. Because that's how they live their life. And it doesn't start there. Now you got to trace back to their historic creation. Who cussed them out? Who mishandled them? Who didn't say the right things to them? Who said the wrong things to them? How did they grow up? Who did they live with? How many houses they bounce around from? And every place they went, every step of their life, something was put on their heart. Now they married you. Now they work with you. Now they go to your church. And you don't grow out of that stuff. That stuff grows up with you if you don't deal with it. I am 49 still dealing with things in my life today. 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 How many of y'all still dealing with things in your life, even from your past? Come on, raise your hand. See, that proves some of this church theory we got. You just come up here, you get all, you fall on the floor, and all is going to be well. Listen, you got work to do. That's it, yeah. Sometimes you got to go sit with somebody. I remember calling the pastor, and I says, let's, I need to talk. And he's like, yeah, well, let's meet at the restaurant. I said, I don't mean no restaurant. I need you to come to my house. Because what I got to tell you and what I got to talk about, and, and I may be crying and all, I need you to come to my house. He says, I know it was serious when you said come to the house. Because you need people that you can pour out to. And that's going to have the right thing to say to you. That's going to have respect and grace and have express love. Express love. Look at this. Express love. Demonstrating God's nature. What does that mean? In layman terms, it means be good to people. They just said it back in the day, Pastor One. It's just nice to be nice. Listen, can I challenge you with something? I want to challenge you in just being good to people this week. I know you're mad. I know you're hurt. I know you've been through some things. I know life handed you a, a, a hit or whatever. I got all of that. Just, just try being nice to be, being good to people this week. You ain't got to know him. I said, you ain't got to know him. And especially if you've been being bad to him, be nice to him this week. And some of y'all ain't got to go far to do it. Start writing your home. Because <laughs> some of y'all kids can't stand you now because you're nice to everybody at the church. You're nice to everybody here. And they said, I'm mama so phony. Look at her. Oh, kids are telling it. And they may not say it to you, but they thinking it. When your kids be looking at you, and you're like, stop looking at me like that. They, they, they know they can't say it, but they thinking it. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. Shabbat that, mama. On a human level, we all desire these things. Respect, grace, and express love. How can you desire something that you continually deprive others of? Love was meant, come on, let's keep going. To outlast, to survive, 
to endure anything. That's a strong statement right there. This is why I know we, got, we have to relearn love because love was meant to. Love does, can outlast, survive, and endure anything. So why do we see all of these flash-ups, breakups, fallouts? Because we need to relearn love. It can endure misunderstanding, difference, arguments, weaknesses, insecurities, lies, immaturity, disappointments, sin. it's, It's designed to overcome all of that. That's why the church should be leading the pack when it comes to this. Because if nobody understands the grace of God and the love of God, it should be us. Because the Bible says we were sinking in sin. The Bible says while we were yet sinners, he loved us. It outlasts, it survived, it endures anything. And if it doesn't, we need to relearn love. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the Amplified Classic Edition, verse number 7. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best of every person. We can teach a whole conference right there. It's ready. It's ready. It's ready. You come and tell me something about my sister right here, I'm going to say, no, that ain't, I know that ain't, no. Mm-mm. You could be telling the truth, but I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt first. Because I'm ready to believe the best of every person. And if, if she did that, then I, I know it has some to it. Let's just pray for her because I know that ain't, that ain't her. That's not her character. You know, we all mess up sometimes, but wait a minute now. Not what? She did what? I figured she was on some garbage. Yeah, because I'd be watching them, taking them pictures. She, she don't hold the camera right anyway. And you just, we just go all off into stuff. You know why we do that? Because we've been deficient of grace. When we expected it, we didn't get it, so we don't give it to nobody else either. We walk around with this, you deserve what you get. People, says, people see something, it's like, what were they thinking? How stupid. What were they thinking? The same thing you were thinking when you did something stupid. You just didn't do the same stupid they did. Four kids at my son's school OD'd this week. And some of the kids thought it was a joke. I mean, that's stupid. What were they thinking? It was stupid. I said, son, son, they're stupid just when you're stupid. Why would you go to school and shoot up in the, in the, in, in the, in the, um, in the restroom? Yeah, why would you get in the car and drink before driving? Why would you do the things that you've done that you know you probably shouldn't have done? See, once we get a good look at ourselves, man, grace becomes just automatic. But when you don't, when when it's not automatic, you are walking in a level of self-righteousness that needs to be addressed. Yes, there's a standard. But we are people of grace. And grace may look like a talk, a meeting, a sit down or whatever, but it's still grace. Y'all quiet up in here. It says, best in every person, it hopes, its hopes are faithless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. I just told you that. I just told you that. Agape does not dismiss or cancel. We have to divorce ourselves from the cancel culture. Even when people um, admit we still don't give grace. You know, Matt Damon, the actor Matt Damon, um, nobody 
put a tape out of him saying this or an old video of him saying it. He just came and says, I used to use the word faggot and I, I stopped using it. I realized it was wrong, yada, 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 yada. And you know what the, the response was? Cancel him. He shouldn't be doing movies. He shouldn't be doing this. And I'm thinking, the man just came and said, He came into a new understanding, a new knowledge. He's not going to use that word no more. He didn't have to tell us that. And our response is cancel him? You can't cancel people because they got to the party later than you. Just because you came into an understanding or revelation before they did, you can't cancel them because they're a little bit behind you. The goal is that we all get to the party. The goal is not that I get there and look and say, y'all ain't here yet? What y'all doing? Y'all so dumb. Y'all don't know we don't do that yet. No, 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 no. No, let God work on you to get you to where you need to be. And I'm going to applaud you while you coming. And if we're in relationship, I'm going to correct you while you coming. And, and, and I'm going to help you while you coming. But I ain't going to counsel you because I got to the party before you. What kind of world are we living in when somebody comes up and says, yeah, I used to do this. I stopped doing it. I know it was wrong. Even my daughter told me it was wrong. And we worked through that and had a talk with my family. And the world says, cancel him. What if God had canceled us? Nobody likes to be canceled. You get mad if you come in church and people don't speak to you. So how dare you cancel people? And now we cancel people without proof. I just heard something canceled you. I, I just decided I ain't gonna cancel nobody. And, and none of us, I don't think we set out to cancel people. We just withdraw when relational things go wrong and we don't know how to fix them. We must have, write this down, spiritual intelligence when it comes to relational matters. <laughs> I'm learning this now even myself. And I, I'm like, I don't, I, know, I don't set out to counsel nobody, but when I said I don't, ain't going to deal with them no more, that's pretty much canceling them on my book. And we can be legitimate in saying that because something happened to us, something hit our hearts, something hit their heart, whatever the deal is, not been reconciled. And so we just figure, I just keep on going out the other way. You have to have a spiritual intelligence. Spiritual intelligence when it comes to relational matters. There's a human carnal wisdom, I call that small w. Then there's a godly wisdom, I call that capital W, big W, big G wisdom. Look at some of these things. Godly wisdom or human wisdom. Look at this. Look at this. Godly wisdom or human wisdom. Because I see these things all the time. Let's look at a few of these. Come on. Um, sometimes you got to wish a person the best and never talk to them again. Now, don't answer. Because the thing is, are we talking about godly wisdom here or human wisdom? I know it's on Facebook. I know y'all sharing it. But is that godly wisdom or is that human wisdom? So sometimes you got to wish a person the best and never talk to them again. I know that's right. Is that godly wisdom? Sometimes their behavior is the closure you need. You can remain friends with those who leave your organization. And, and, and see, when you go through these, everybody got a different answer. 
Here's what we do. We should all find our answers in the scripture. Is it godly wisdom or is it human wisdom? It sounds good. It may fit what happened. But is it agape and honor? This this is why I started off by saying this message challenges our flesh. Avoid those who have intimate fellowship with everybody. I know that's right, Pastor. If you're friends with everybody, I don't want you close to me because I don't trust you. And you can have legitimate reasons for that. I'm not, listen, I'm not here to give a yay or nay. This is for you to look at and decide. If, if, if for you, that's godly wisdom, that's what God told you, you see folk with everybody, I ain't going to be with them, hey. But I, I, this is not a lesson of this is with God, this one ain't God. No, you need, to, you need to spend some time with God and say, okay, a lot of stuff I'm holding on to or I've adopted for my way of living when it comes to loving people, is it you or is it me? Is it you or have I adopted community hurt and pain? Am I making decisions based on those I run with or is this what God told me to do? Who is quiet up in here now? Watch people who love you but are close with those that hate you. Is this godly wisdom? Or is this human wisdom? <laughs> for some, it may be godly wisdom. I, I know that's God for me because I didn't try it before and I got, I got burnt every which way. So I'm, I, I didn't learn my lesson and God told me to stay away by all means. But for some of y'all, you ain't checked God about nothing. It was a Facebook post, you liked it and you went to run it. And you shared it to justify where you were in life. You shared it to hope somebody see it. It's called, sub, it's called aggressive. What is it called? Aggressive what? Passive aggressive behavior. We've all done it. It's immature. It's ungodly. You got something said to somebody? Go say it to them. Don't post it on the World Wide Web and hope they see it. I ain't talking about I was just posting. No, you was hoping that little fast starter saw your post. I only honor those that honor me. Look, look. I only honor those that honor me. Oh, I'm out of time. It's, I need a clock. It's 1131. I'm out of time. I'll only go if y'all say I can take five more minutes. See, when the young man said, keep going, I like this guy here. He, he had on a, a red jacket earlier. He took your little blades off. He said, keep going. Keep going. And I'm going to keep going. I, I only honor those that honor me. Is that godly wisdom? Is that big G wisdom or little G wisdom? Is that big G wisdom or, or, or is that your, your, your girlfriend wisdom? Nobody owes you anything, not a text back, not a smile, not even fair treatment, not even loyalty. Everyone is entitled to go about life in whatever manner they, that makes them happy. Is that, is that big G wisdom or little G wisdom? <laughs> Some of the stuff I see on Facebook, I be looking like, y'all posting this? It's so much pain on social media. It's so much hurt and rejection on social media. Everybody posting out of their pain. And folk are like you to death, literally. Because what you posted doesn't even make sense. And you got 400 likes. And you got a gone girl. 
You got to say it. Say it for the folk in the back. Go on. And you ain't said nothing. You're just exposed to the world that you're mad with your ex, you're mad with your baby daddy, you're mad with your church, you're just exposing yourself. Do not attempt casual conversation with me if you owe me an apology. Is that, is that, listen, is that big G wisdom or is that little G wisdom? Huh? Is that, is that, is that, we talking about a God, why y'all looking at me like that? See, that's the one right there, Target, that's it. That's the post right there. Okay, I'm, I wasn't going to interject now one of these, Chris, but I am right now. What if that's their way of leading up to apologizing by trying to break off conversation with you? Now, be just as bold as you was with the disrespect. How do we expect from others what you don't do yourself? You ain't that bold either. That's why you passive-aggressive. <laughs> come on let's go come on let's go sometimes you must unfollow people in real life big G wisdom or little G wisdom if you have to question them they shouldn't be close to you that's that's see see, <laughs> see, see that's it right there pastor I know that's God but Jesus knew Judas he knew it he knew it he he didn't sneak up on it he knew it all the time he knew the other dude was stealing from him is it big is it big G wisdom see when it comes to agape and honor what are we really doing and I've been challenging this and I see stuff on social media. Like I'm going to slap them or I'm going to do, wait, a, wait, 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 I know you want to. And I've been, I've been in the store sometimes and wanted to push a card over on somebody. Like, and open up a ketchup thing and say, you, just, you know, just. But you just never know. I remember I was in the line one day, my dear, and I was steaming, Drew. I was going to get to that register, and I was going to tell that lady how I felt, because this don't make no sense. This line this long, and it's up like this, and y'all ain't got this right. And keep turning, and I'm going to let them know. And I got to that front and started unloading my stuff. And she said, hey, Pastor Reggie, how you doing? See, we don't, we don't be honest like, girl, I was finna cuss you out. You said, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> it's funny how that quick you change everything. You was just steaming mad. That's how I know it's a choice. It's a decision. I chose to, to hold my anger till I got to the front and let her have it. Then I chose to do away with it when she said, hey, Pastor Reggie. Now, the devil be busy. No, he was not busy. He wasn't even at Walmart that day. 
Big G wisdom? Little G wisdom. Go where you're celebrated, not just where you're tolerated. Now, I could teach each one of these points. Because some of what y'all think is big G wisdom, I don't know. Some of my toleration has led to celebration. Some of me being tolerated led to me learning submission. To get, and and some, of, some of it was a stepping stone to my next place. But see, in this time, we're teaching things all backwards. And if you don't like it, just leave it. You don't want to do it, just don't do it. The world is yours. Live your truth. Live your life. Do your thing, girl. Life is short. And the Bible says it is, it is in him that we live, move, and have our being. Until you have defended a person behind their back, you have not given them grace. Big G, look G. Come on, come on. I think I got two more. I got two more. Come on. I think I got two more. Y'all see the two more I got? I'll read them. You don't want to put them up there? No? Ain't no two more up there? I sent them. Okay, let me read it. You can forgive them and not give them access again. You can forgive them. (laughs) Teach. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. No, really. Listen, you can forgive them and not give them access again. Is that God's wisdom or is that little bitty wisdom? It may apply to some and not apply to others. Some folk, need, some folk may need to know that I messed up, you forgave me, and you still let me back in? I was talking to my pastor, and he says he has some, some of the you know, sons at his house, and one of them stole from him. Went in his bedroom and stole money. He said, and Reg, you know where they at now? I said, where? He said, we just had dinner. You had dinner? You see, I, I had him come to the house. We can have dinner. You had him come to the house that he st- came in and stole money from you in? And y'all cooked for him and ate? It couldn't be me. You steal from me, that's it. Again, that may be your deal. But do you know what it meant to that young man that stole? And you, it reminds me, when Jesus came back, and Peter had denied Jesus, Jesus three times. Um, Peter cussed. He said, I don't know the so-and-so man. I ain't been with him. That's all y'all. I don't know him. And Jesus said, go get the disciples. He says, and Peter. And I'm sure they were looking like, you want to get Peter? I was going to get the other guys, but you, you want me to bring back Peter? You know what Peter did, right, Jesus? Bring him back to the meeting. So yeah, go, go get him. And, and he made it clear to say, and don't forget Peter. Maybe God is anointing you to be the one to go after the one. So you got to be sure that you're following God's wisdom and not look G wisdom. For somebody it may be, don't let them back in. They can't have access right now. You can't even handle them having access right now. They'll bring you down or whatever the deal is. But for somebody else it may be, yeah, have them come over. I want to talk with them. So don't just go off of this community wisdom. Oh, y'all quiet up in here. There must be an apology if we are to move forward. 
Is that, is that, is that big G wisdom? Elder, elder, is this not good or what? And, and, and you, you think about it yourself. You may, you may say, yep, they, in order for us to move forward and you come back to my house for Thanksgiving, you got to apologize. That may be you. And you do also know some folk were never taught how to apologize. That's why in, the, in our culture of church, listen, you know what apology is to some of us? When spirit get high, we just come and grab you and give you a hug. <laughs> That's their apology. And to them, we good now. Worship was high. I, I went and found Linda and I hugged her. And girl, we cried and God did a thing. You ain't apologized. Y'all ain't talked about nothing. But in your eyes, we good now. And you going on home. Like God did a thing today. And Linda at home saying, she hugged me, but she didn't tell me she was sorry for it. God be with you. God be with you. Matthew 5 and we'll go. Last scripture. And I'll, ooh, 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 I'll finish on Wednesday night. We got, we got about another month of this series. And I want to ask Pastor Twan to teach some of this with me. We're going to do some tag teaming with this. Because I want, I want you to get my revelation. I want you to get his revelation. I want you to hear what everybody got to say. I'm going to put the proctors on, on some Wednesday nights. I'm going, you taking pictures of me? I was trying. Oh, okay. <laughs> see. I got, I got, pass if I dare pose. You're familiar with the old written law. Love your friend. And I like this. It's unwritten companion. Hate your enemy. That's just common. You love your friend, you hate your enemy. That's why it's unwritten. Nobody told you to do that. It's just a natural thing. Keep going. I'm challenging that. Let him challenge you today. I'm telling you to Love your enemies. I, I'm, can I help you with this? Jump to the next. I'm going to go back to the scripture. But I, I, when I was going over this, the Lord gave me this. And I believe this. And I, I put it to you. It says, I honestly believe. It starts with, I honestly believe. And I gave you a lot of notes today. I know. I honestly believe when it comes to the subject of enemies, we have more misunderstood people than actual enemies. I think we have overplayed the enemy card. You don't have as many enemies as you think you have. Just a lot of misunderstanding. A lot of pride. A lot of I ain't gonna say nothing if she don't say nothing. A lot of holding strong to your perspective of what happened. It's not an enemy. You know if you got an enemy. Enemies intentionally bomb your life to destroy it. They ain't trying to destroy you. They just mad with you right now. Y'all just not on the same term because there has been a disagreement. There's been a falling out and you've not properly reconciled that. Trust has been broken. When trust is broken in any relationship, you withdraw automatically. 
because I don't trust you anymore. Trust has everything to do with the heart. And once trust is, is, is messed with, I, 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 don't, I don't know. That's why you can forgive somebody and still not trust them. You can go to eat with them and still not trust them. Y'all can laugh and put pictures on Facebook, but you still don't trust them. Because somewhere in your mind, you don't think they have your best interests at heart. And it is your job, you feel, to protect your heart. This is, this is rich today. <laughs> keep going. I'm going to go back to the scripture, but keep going to the next frame. Um, I don't think we have like, too many enemies. The worst distance between two people is misunderstanding. The distance ain't your church. The distance ain't this or that. It's misunderstanding. You ever talk to somebody after a long time and you're like, and you, I, I never even said that. That's what you, we ain't talked in three years because of that? That ain't how that went down? Who told you that? Stop listening to people. No, why you just didn't call me? I would never do that. Yeah, I was mad. Yep, I, didn't, I was kind of in my feelings, but I didn't say that. You ever did that and be like, oh my God. Because we risk sometimes now 30-year relationships, 15-year relationships over nothing, over stupid stuff. And even if it's not stupid, even if it is something, it's something major, real agape endures everything. Even, even Paul and Barnabas went their separate ways. They were apostles. And they got upset with one another. Paul said, I'm going this way, I'm going this way, I'm taking my own, I'm taking John Paul, whatever, because I ain't finna fool with you. And they went their own ways. They kept doing ministry, but somewhere, that was a reconciling of the heart. It's written in scripture. This cancel culture has been taught. It's been taught and it's been caught. More relationships can be saved if we do less canceling and more communicating. Go back to the scripture and I'm done. See you, Sam. Bless you. I almost finished on time, so you will be late for work, but my bad. Okay. <laughs> go on to the next frame, next scripture. I'm challenging that. Come on, let's get ready to go. Come on, Chris, y'all come. We got to go. <sighs> no, go back to the, the next frame before this. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. Chris, play something real nice and pretty. What's up, man? <laughs> let them bring out the best in you. Don't let folk pull you out of character. You acting a fool and you cussing and clowning. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. It's not worth it. You bigger than that. You better than that. In that moment, yeah, I feel like everything is wrong and you want to just break something and cuss. But grab a hold of yourself. You can do that. Don't let them bring out the worst in you. Don't let them make you look crazy. See, I told you. I told you he was crazy. Look at him. Look at him. I had run in the street and had been hollering the can on. Don't do that. Let them, let them bring out the best, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, that's the, the scripture put it real pretty. When they give you hell, when they bring hell to your house, to your relationship, to your children, respond with the energies of prayer. Come on, come on. 
For then you are working out your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best. The sun to warm and to rain and the rain to nourish to everyone regardless, the good, the bad, the nice, and the nasty. So don't waste your time trying to get back at folk because God going to put the sun and rain on them anyway. Because he still loves the folks that you mad with. I know we hate that. Like, God, I'm your favorite. They did me wrong. You still love them too? Get them, God. At, at least take their breath for a couple of seconds or something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. And God said, no, because when it was you doing hell, I extended to you. So how, how dare you ask me? If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is, In the word, what I'm saying is, get ready, practice. In the word, what I'm saying is, y'all can't read that. In the word, in the word, what I'm saying is, you're kingdom subjects. You're king's kids. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for challenging, challenging us. And causing us to relearn your heart around agape and honor. We commit today with the help of the Holy Ghost to do good to all people as you continue to correct us and fine-tune us to live out this gracious life in Jesus' name. If you receive the word, clap your hands real loud. <laughs>